What's up, guys? Welcome to the Against the Grain. I almost forgot what our name was. <laughs> Against the Grain podcast with Steph, that is me, and Mags, which is me. My beautiful friend who is a girl. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Why? I'm just a friend. No, you're more than that. Let's okay. be honest. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Chiefs good. just won. Chiefs just won. That's right. We are recording this episode Sunday that night. That was like one of the best games. Okay. You're going to say I don't pay attention all the time. <laughs> that was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was, was very good. good. It's been a good... This was definitely their... Has been their best run at a Super Bowl, for sure. Because of how the season started. We were at the first game against mm -hmm. Detroit. It wasn't great. Um, and then oh, yeah. all of the drop passes and the Taylor Swift distractions, just everything yeah. middle of the season didn't look great at all. Couldn't catch a ball in the middle of the season. Um, and then here they are now just won the AFC championship in Baltimore and going back to the Super Bowl, and we're going. Yeah. What? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet though. That would be sweet. I mean, I would definitely go. I need to ask. Do you think I don't I don't think my parents are gonna again. go? Your dad wants to go. Did he say that? He said, I can't. He basically is like, we're going to go. Eh, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. They went last year in Arizona. And it was amazing. And my parents love Vegas. I love, would love to go to Arizona. I've never been there. Yeah, me neither. So, um, but yeah, Chiefs won. And uh, that was, uh, it was cool. We're, we're Chiefs fans. Maggie's parents, parents, that's family and parents combined. Mm -hmm. Maggie's uh, parents have season tickets. So, yep. My dad texted me, Chiefs forever, baby. He That's says right. that to me all the time. Chiefs forever, baby. So we we frequent Arrowhead Stadium quite a bit. The best. Um, Red Kingdom. So, yeah. So uh, that's that's fun and exciting. Um, what about you? What Tell us a little bit about what you just got back from. I just got back from a franchise training with the Wellness Way. So that was in Green Bay where their headquarters is. And, yeah, it was it was good. Was there a lot Learned of people lot. there? Um, I mean, there's, it's like the clinic and corporate in one building. Yeah. So like, there was a lot of people there, but there was probably like six other franchises. Oh, okay. How many does? How many are there total? Do you know? Fifty three. Dang, for real? Shoot. Are they working on fifty three? So they're in like the fifties. Yeah, fifty third. Yeah. Jeez. Well, good. He's for them. building in Hawaii now. Yeah. I just They're love all warm over. weather. Yeah. Like Arizona. Green Bay, it just it was just rainy, but snow on the ground. Lots of Send snow. Send me a picture of Lambeau, which was cool. Yes. We got to that's the, the, the only thing play. I went to go see in Green Bay was yeah. Lambeau and we just drove by. Was that on like some downtime or something? Yeah, we were going in between, but it is very like residential. Like yeah. we were point zero seventh of a mile it away is. from I've Lambeau. Heard someone else was talking about that earlier in the year about going to Green Bay and how cool it is. And there are like streets and sidewalks that are like paths to the stadium or like trails to the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, They're which big was fans cool. Up there. Yeah, and the seats are like bleacher seats yeah, in the I have stadium. No idea. Yeah. They're not like the single seats like we like the Arrowhead is. It's yeah. like bleachers. Yeah, all across. I'm sure there's some spots in it that's not, but. Um, well, sweet. Did you like any takeaways from that weekend? Anything you did you walk away 
learning anything? Because again, I don't think a lot of people really know like what you do, what you're involved yeah. with and so in the, why you're involved with it. Yeah. Last time I talked to, or, or no sugar was really like inspired from the wellness way. So right now, um, I am there and I love it because I feel like I, it is first place that I have found, um, that has everything that I've been looking for in health in general. Yeah. So for a very long time, I wanted to go into holistic, but like you have to, there's like two schools in the United States and I was not going to leave my family. So that you met this great guy. Yeah. And then how could I ever leave Columbia? Uh Everyone's like, are you going to stay in Columbia? And I was like, well, that wasn't really the plan, but we are now I am technically you're not in Columbia. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, the first day was just a lot of like franchise business things, but Flynn, we got to watch ADP live. If you guys, that is something I actually wanted to talk about is, um, Patrick Flynn does a live show every Saturday morning. That is super informational. He has like so many people on there now and does a lot of giveaways on there. Um, so you guys should definitely tune in at least once and see. He does a really good job at breaking down things in an easier way to conceptualize and understand yeah. on that show intentionally. And he spends a lot of time on yeah. it. I mean, so it was, it was like a production. I was about to say, I was literally going to say it's a big production. It is. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, you guys can, <laughs> he's like, I, he plays the same songs leading up to it. And he was like, when you hear countdown, there is absolutely no talking and I will absolutely kick you out. And he 100% would. Oh yeah. I believe yeah. it. Well, sweet. Yeah, I'm cool. glad you had a good time. I didn't miss you at all. Yeah, I was totally fine here by myself. <laughs> I loved it every second of it. No, I. It was like I thought when you were gone. When I knew you're going to be leaving, I was, my first thought was like, um, "Okay, like house to myself. It's going to be cool." But I quickly realized I did not. <laughs> literally, one day driving home, I was like, "How do people drive home to nobody?" Yeah, that would suck. To do that every day? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm thankful for Yeah, you. that text was cute. It was. You were still at the gym and you said, I'm like, I what, don't do, what go am I going to do? No <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do when I get home? Watch TV? Yeah. I mean, which is why I was going to bed early. But you also don't ever have time alone. Like, True. Ever. But still, I've learned very quickly. But it was cute quickly. how much you missed me. I did not uh, enjoy that. So, don't do it again. If you leave again, just take me. Okay. Um, but yeah, and something we're also doing new, which we will post this on our social media, is we got cameras pointed at us. Um, starting off very, very slow, very, very basic. Yep. Eventually, we'll get to the point where these are full episodes on YouTube. Uh, but right, it's putting that out there, speaking it, putting it out in the universe. Um, but right now, and even the quality of audio is not going to be super great because we don't have our mics hooked up to our phones. So it's just going to be the camera audio. But it's still going to be good stuff that we're excited. Um, We've gotten some requests for that already. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're uh, just kind of doing it. So shout out to the people. And then Maggie's got her camera. Can they see you? No. They can't see me, but they can see you. I zoomed in like really close to your face. My favorite thing is when you just zoom in. But uh, so, yeah. Um, And then 30 days of no sugar or no sugar January, 31 days technically, is wrapping up, which I don't know. I'm... I, I am excited about it. 
but at the same time, I feel like I learned a lot about myself. There was a big mental growth. Oh, same. For for me. And then obviously you just said that too for you because it was one of those things where I think we are creatures of habit. Everybody is. So Which we're is just perfect for what we're gonna perfect talk about. for today's talk. Um, but on the no sugar side, I learned that there were so many times I just came home and just wanted a specific snack. And then I would come and I would just be like, well, I can't do that because I'm doing no sugar. So I would find an alternative or resort to water or just tell myself I don't need anything. And um, that was, it was empowering because I think a lot of people, I don't know if people actually realize how much power and control food has on them. Oh, I tell my clients all the time, food is so emotional. That's also something that Flynn says. Like it, nobody is stronger than the power and emotion that you have over food. It's funny because Andy talked about this. Andy Fursella talked about this in one of his podcasts about why he created 75 hard and like alcohol was a part of that. And he was like, one day I was just, this is, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he was essentially like just thinking about a, a bottle or a can or a drink of alcohol, having so much control over me. He's like, that's crazy. No, I'm not going to let an inanimate object yeah. control my thoughts, my emotions, my feelings, what I do, what I don't do. So, um, but in my opinion, and this isn't to get on the tangent, but like, I do understand that. But at the same time, that's still your mind controlling. It is. It is. But just the yes. concept of feeling like that has more power. That has over control. You. Obviously, yeah. literally, it doesn't. But, um, but so many people, they don't even think about it that way. Yeah. They think, oh, I need this or I have to have mm-hmm. or I'm going to get because it's been a long day, whatever it is. So yeah. Um, throughout this whole time, we're not going to, we already did an episode. If you haven't checked that out, it was on our previous episode, episode three of uh, our Against the Grain podcast. We talked about no sugar and everything that went into it, but it was a big, it was a big learning experience for me and I'm something I'm thankful that I did. Yeah. It was fun. I did not end all 30 days. When we were in Green Bay, that did not pan out like I thought it was going Tough. to. Yeah, and the food there was, like, unreal. Yeah. The first night, we had bone marrow tacos with tenderloin. Just tacos on a tortilla sounds fantastic right now. Yeah, they were lentil tacos, so I don't even think that, like, they were still like no very sugar. Lentil. <laughs> Do you know what a lentil is? No idea. <laughs> um. So it's like a legume or I don't know, different talk. All right. Cute. But it's not a grain. Okay. And I don't know. The food was just amazing. And there were definitely things that didn't include no sugar. sugar. But That's all right. we're going to finish strong. Here we are. We're going to finish strong. Um, but yeah, that kind of leads us in to our, our talk today. And again, guys, this whole, just to remind you, our podcast, it is – it's very much personal development. It's very much health focused, not in the way of the traditional health podcast of proteins and grams and workouts and things like that. Um, we were just talking about this the other day with kind of the vision of what we want to create. And that is we want to give people an opportunity to be their best physically and mentally, right? Mm-hmm. And we know mindset is a big part of your growth. It's been a big part of our growth over the past yeah. year or so. Um, so that's something that we're going to keep pushing. So today's topic is 
different than last time. Last time we talked a lot about food, nutrition, mm-hmm. um, the no sugar concept. Uh, but today we're going a little bit different route. We're going a little bit on autopilot is the main focus today. Yeah. So how did that, I know it was kind of stemming from a post you made. Yeah. How did that, like, how did that come to mind? Um, On my drive to Green Bay, I don't know exactly. I came across some piece of content and I just was, I read it and it like hit me. And then I kind of just thought about like my take on it. And I actually posted about it. But I think that we are so quick to, or it's honestly just very common for us to be on autopilot. Yeah. And by that, that is just conducting activities without being conscious of it. And honestly, in our world today, it is so easy to be on autopilot. Right. Yeah. Everything is made to be quicker and faster and more convenient. And it's like everybody does this, but it's an example of driving somewhere and having no idea how you got there. Yeah. But take that like through. Like to your work, to a friend's yes. house, somewhere you've been a million times. Yes. But take that like through your day. Yeah. Like extending that through your entire day. And we do that. And that is just not a way that I want to live life. No. And it's funny because I talked to – it's funny that we're talking about this because – this weekend, I just got done training one of my new uh, athletes, and me and his dad, we, he was talking about Tony Robbins, and so we like oh. really clicked, and he was doing the three-day um, Rise to Greatness or right, I wish I could have whatever. watched it. I have it. We can watch it. Um, but he was talking about that, and I, I made a comment about like how like days going by so fast, and we got into this conversation, and he was like, you know, they did a study. Um, it was like this journalist or somebody who – could afford the time to do this. They really did this study. And uh, for 30 days straight, this lady, every single day, did something completely different. Slept mm-hmm. in a different house, in a different bed, ate different food, did something different throughout the day. Like every day was something different. Mm-hmm. And she said at the end of that month, it felt like three months in one because the experiences were new. So she had to be more, um, attentive to it. She had to be more present and in the moment. And that just, we were talking about this and I was just like, yeah. And I made this comment. This is something I've always said, even as a kid, no one has, no one told me this, but I would always say when we would go on a trip, I would always say in my head, I would say this long way there, short way back. Mm -hmm. I'd always say this long way there, short way back. And the reason why, and we, when we were talking about this, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much, so much sense. And he was like, I've never even thought about it like that. But I, I explained why I said that. And the reason why I said that is because it felt like on the way there, I had no idea where we were going. So each, each mile marker, each gas station, each building, everything was a new experience mm-hmm. for me. And on the way back, especially if you went the same way, you, I knew what to look for. So it was like those things were coming up faster because it was like I was waiting for – I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, And I think that's people's life like you said. I think people go live on autopilot and when you're always like, oh my gosh, this week is flying by. Well, it's like how much of the week did you pay attention to? Or this day is going so – I've got nothing accomplished there, which I'm guilty of saying too. But it's like, well, how much of the day were were you you present? present? Wow. you owe me a Coke thing good yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so that i'd love to get your just like what you think about that because 
I just that realization of like, man, that is so, so much truth to that of just like going through the motions because it's all the same for the most part for us every single day. Yeah. I have a question for you, actually. Do you think that you can be living intentionally and have parts of your life that are on autopilot or just your life being on autopilot? Can you be, can I be living? Can you live your life intentionally? but also be on autopilot. I don't know. No. Why? I would say those two things contradict themselves. I would agree. Right? Which just proves the point of we can't do both. Right. So you have to decide how you want to live your life. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like if you're living with intention, every single day is purposeful. Mm -hmm. Every single thing you go through, you're – you're mindful of or you're present. Yeah. And autopilot, it's just another day. And I feel like people who are autopilot, they probably don't plan out their day. And then on top of that, how do you ever create change? You have to be intentional. Intentional. You have to be intentional to create change. So if you are living a life in any single area, your job, the way your relationships are, your health. Yeah anything you cannot be on autopilot why are people on autopilot i'm just sitting here thinking about that like why do people just live their life and every single day every single thing they go through it's just and honestly what it goes back to is people just think like the way their life is currently going that's just how it's gonna go Mm mm-hmm they don't think they're meant for anything more. They don't think there's anything different that could ever happen. They don't think anything miraculous or awesome or cool could ever be I think- could ever be like their life because it's like it's been the same thing for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Or this is what my mom did this too or my dad did this too or this is how we grew up as a family. This is just what we did. Like this that that phrase right there. This is just what we did. This is just who we are. Oh, you know, like for me, if we that like, drives you, crazy. you know, us Allens, like that's like, doesn't have what to does be, that mean? Yeah, does not have to be that way. Yeah. But I think that's how people get stuck in cycles. Yeah. I think that's how people, well, like the whole generational, sorry, but the whole like generational curse of like, if your family was an alcoholic or if your parents were alcoholics and that's just something you resort, resort, resort to because it's what you grew up and saw and what was like just prevalent in your life. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And I think that's, it just hurts my heart for people when they think there's no other way because they were just, for lack of better terms, destined to live life this way. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And I think another side of autopilot, like autopilot was literally created so that a human didn't have to do it. So if you are living your life in a way of not even putting yourself there to make your own decisions, then you'll end up exactly like you said. But you asking why do people end up on autopilot, I think we all crave habits. So I think that is part of it. And I think it's just easy. You know what to expect. Yeah. We don't like going through things that are unknown. Yeah. And new. Yeah, I would agree. But I think, I don't know. I just, again, guys, listening to this podcast, if we could just nudge you or what was, I was reading something the other day about just like planting a seed. 
Yeah, we've said that a lot. Yeah. If we could just plant a seed in your life or in your mind of the possibility of you doing things differently, living a different life, doing different things. I'm watching our dog as she navigates through. She did great. <laughs> Good job. My anxiety was getting up because I was like, if she hits a cord. Um, but if we could just nudge you in, a, in, a, in the direction of, hey, maybe how I've been living my life, I don't have to do it this way. Maybe I can do things differently. Maybe I don't have to do what my parents have always done. Or maybe I don't have to. Perfect example. My dad was a PE teacher. Is a PE teacher. When I was in college, guess what major I thought I was going to do for the longest time until I didn't. Was that? Was a PE teacher. Yeah. Literally. My answer to that most of the time was But do you feel like that's that was you being on autopilot or was that you I just think thinking it's, it was it's something that I was used to. It's something that was familiar to me. And I think autopilot and familiarity are two two in the same kind of thing. Yeah. And uh but same thing. If your parents are doctors, are you gonna be a doctor? Well, yeah, that's what or if your parents are like whatever it is, but that I think that concept right there, and it's not saying there's anything wrong in that context. For you to follow the family business or do what your parents did but it's like you are your own person you have a different mind you have things that drive you differently than what your parents did and i think a lot of people while they might be happy to some extent when it comes to a career or a location where they live or anything like that they might be they might be happy i'm not saying everyone's not happy if they're not doing what they deep down want to do but i think that is it i think people have things they prefer yeah, everyone. I does. think they have. I think at people the end have, of the day, we are all selfish in our own way. So yeah. there are things that you do want, mm -hmm. and I think one of the ways that you can become more on autopilot is if you spend a lot of your time thinking about other people, and you are a people pleaser mm. for sure, because you're just on autopilot of literally what everybody else needs or however. And I did that, but I think mine was more of like an anxiety type of, like if everybody wasn't happy, then I couldn't be happy. Hmm. So that was my like tendency. Is that something you, would you say that's something you recognize? Did you know that about yourself? Like, did you know, I'm just, I'll just go to like college or even high school or whatever. Like, did you know? Um... I would you like have considered yourself a people, a people pleaser? pleaser? No, because I don't like like I just I don't know. I know a lot of people are, but um, no, I have always known that I was like an empath, but I don't think that I realized to the extent that I was a people pleaser. Yeah. Until literally, and I've said this before, but at one point we were on the phone and you were like, "But what do you want?" And you just got into one of your modes of just like <laughs> helping me coaching me talking to me through it yeah and i just remember crying and i was just like i literally like i don't know like i don't think about what i want mm. ever that so if right you there. are someone that you're like i don't really do that either like that was a big learning curve for me yeah that's what i was, I was literally gonna say anybody listening to this like when was the last time you asked yourself, what do I want? Or like, when was the last time you were intentional with your job? 
When was the last time you were intentional with the food you ate? When was the last time you were intentional with your relationship, your parents, your kids? Yeah. Your friendships, the way you move your body, the way you talk to yourself. How does one, how does someone become intentional though? Hmm. Putting yourself in the driver's seat is like the only thing that I can really, like you can't let anybody else dictate that for you. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I'm just sitting here thinking because. You have to slow down. If we're going to, if we're going to, if we're going to promote the question, when was the last time you thought about what you wanted? Right. Or when was the last time you were intentional with? It's probably safe to say or argue that if we're ask if if we're asking that question to people who we're assuming haven't done that, they probably don't even know how to be intentional. Like how to? I, I think if we're gonna say, okay, how do you be intentional? I think first thing you do is you have to stop. Yeah, that's it. You have okay. to stop. Stop what you're doing. You have to. And I think you you said it or you've said it a couple times, but Journal. just be in <laughs> solitude. Yeah. Right. That's what I was my that's what popped up in my head, but yeah. I was like, I say that all the time. But literally for me, solitude and journaling. And I think that is the start of becoming intentional because mm-hmm. if you if you don't put yourself in those situations, you're always gonna be distracted. And we are very highly distracted people in our society today. So Step number one to being intentional would be to be in solitude. Mm-hmm. What, what would, and we have, these aren't even notes of ours, but what, no. just thinking through this right now, what would the next step be for someone who wants to be intentional? Okay, they're alone. They've created solitude. They're by themselves. They have no distractions. I think then it is reflecting on all of those areas. I think journaling it, is great. Yes. So I would add, I would say step two reflection journaling Journaling, would be like step number two yeah because now it's not just you thinking which can be a distraction because if you've ever done any kind of meditation and you're just trying to think of your breath that is hard to do Mm -hmm. so let's take it a step further let's not just think let's get those thoughts on paper and when you write you are slowing down your mind so much and for me as you know I definitely am an overthinker and I've been working on like not paying as much attention to that voice, but writing makes me slow down so much Mm -hmm. to where I do have like light bulbs of things that just go off that I'm like, I've thought about this so much. Yeah. Why has this not come to me until I just put a pen to paper? Yeah, that's great. So solitude is step one. Journaling. Journaling. Thinking and journaling is step number two. Mm-hmm. What would you say, just in your opinion, because these are, again, these are not part of our notes, but what would step number three be for how to become more intentional? Expecting change, like something has to Expect change. change? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Because there's a reason that you're sitting there and reflecting on something. So how do we create, How so then how, so before they expect it, they have to create it. Well, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you are reflecting, hopefully you're thinking of, man, like, in my relationship, I I feel like we aren't doing very well or we haven't been doing well or this is really hard or every day just seems, like, mundane and routine and the same. Yeah. 
Okay, so Which I'll even I love this because we're literally thinking about this right now. So I, I would even my what I my input to that or just to piggyback off of that would be if you're solitude, you're alone, you're journaling, I would we can even give you direction on the journaling. Write down areas of your life you want to see change. Mm -hmm. So my health, my work, my relationships, whatever. Yeah. And then if you guys need, if you even need a journal prompt, you can give if you have something different. But just hearing that, I'm like, what do I want from this? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I want this to go? Something along those lines. Like, if you are writing these out and you're like, you know, my relationship needs change. Okay, well, what do you want your relationship to look like? Or what do you, or my, something about my job. It's like, I love being there, but I don't know, something needs to change. Well, what do you want it to look like? How can you create the change? Mm -hmm. Right. So that can be like a sub point with the journaling or it could be like the next step. But yeah. just like those journal prompts, because that I mean, I'm not great at that. You are. So I'm like, OK, if someone tells me a journal, I'm like, all right, what am I writing down? <laughs> great. We can all get a pen hey, and paper. And out, I, I will say, I think that the expectation, this is a little bit of a side note, but the expectation that you should just be able to sit down and write pages yeah. keeps people from starting. For sure. You need to just sit down, write your thinking. Yeah. So, like, drop the expectation of, oh, this needs to be like this beautiful written, what, like, just literally write down whatever you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling, what is going on in you life. You do that very well. Yeah. You Thanks. literally write it out as you're thinking it, almost like you're writing a book or a story or a journal entry mm -hmm. or something. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say, and I don't know. I think that's good. Like that's how you become more intentional. And then from there you take action. So that's the last step. If you're creating this ways of being more intentional, we have solitude, right? We have journaling, right? Um, within the journaling, we'll say step three was these journal prompts of like writing out areas of your life and asking yourself a journal prompt would be, how do I want this area to look? And then the fourth step would be just to start taking action on those things. So if you're, for a simple example, if you if you wrote your relationship and you were like in your relationship, you wrote down when you're like, how do I want it to look? Well, I would love for us to like communicate better, right? The action would be communicating to your partner, to your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. Hey, I would like to communicate better with you. How mm -hmm. can I do that? How can I communicate better with you. Here's how you can communicate better with me. Right. And so I think if you at least start there, that is a way for someone to become more intentional. And I think the beautiful thing from that is once you experience that, things start to go a lot better, a lot more smooth, a lot yeah. um, just organized in a way mm -hmm. you feel better about the direction that it's going. Yeah. I and these like, aren't like quick fixes. No. Right. But, but another still. prompt for you, if you do take the time to even just think about this or to actually write it down, is just asking yourself, do I feel like I am present? Yeah. Or are you always thinking about what is next and you're not ever really living in the moment? Yeah. And that, yeah. that literally starts from when your feet hit the floor in the morning. Like, are you intentional with when you sit down and have a meal? Or are you on the go at all times? Yeah. 
Are you taking time to just sit down in the morning or are you rushing and then rushing to work and then work and then you're rushing home and then you just start your day all over again? Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that we all have like this glamorous time and our life isn't chaos at times, but again, it goes back to being intentional. It goes that and I was going to say it goes to what's important though. Yeah. For me, I did... I'm super proud of myself for waking up early this week because that was on my vision board that we created. Mm-hmm. And even though it wasn't perfect, as in like my routine when I got up wasn't perfect because there was days when I woke up at three, there was days I woke up at three fifteen, so like things were a little bit behind, and I was still rushing. Yeah. Um, but I knocked my walk out. I had coffee. I got to at least start my book. I got to read. Um, and so, like, if I didn't finish reading, there were nights I came home and I had, like, a page left or two pages left. But it felt so much better than the opposite. And that goes – for me, it was just – it was a good experience because I'm like, okay, when I'm disciplined in these areas and when I do take action, we wrote it down, going back to the journaling, we wrote down mm-hmm. what we want to create. Yeah. Now it's about taking action and do- action and doing it so that you can reap the benefits from it and see how it can improve – your life. So yeah, I don't know. I just, for me, it's like, well, what am I missing out on really? Yeah. Like for me to be disciplined, to go to bed earlier so that I can wake up earlier, I'm not missing out on anything. And I feel better when I can wake up earlier and oh yeah, knock out the things I, I want to knock out. So hundred percent. So if anything, really just bringing awareness to the fact that you might be living your life on autopilot without even realizing it and if you are i wouldn't say that it is an uncommon thing it takes no, not at all effort to go against the grain yep it does so i love it let us know what you guys think because i am curious good episode yeah yeah i feel like i have so much more i want to say i know but we could literally sit. We sometimes we sit here and we talk to each other for like ever, and we're like, we should be recording, we should this, be recording right now. this right now. I think my last thought as we wrap it up for for people out there because I'm, I just really we we both really want you guys to dive into this concept of living against the grain, and like you just finished with that was perfect. Planning out your life, being intentional not living on autopilot that is against the grain it is hard like it is hard it is very to hard. figure out what you want it's hard to make decisions for yourself when you're consumed in other people's opinions which we just like mm-hmm. throw out everywhere and social media and like following whatever your family has done whatever your friends are doing like is your friend group on autopilot are you just and i'm not saying like don't do that but is that actually what you want to do? Yeah. And it's just imagine what that would feel like if you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's actually not what I wanted to do. Which is probably most people. Yeah. They're just so um, but yeah, it is like you said, it is very hard, it's very challenging, it's uncomfortable to go against the grain, it's hard to plan, it's hard to execute the plan. But when you do, you you are so thankful for it. And when you're living your life with intention and focus, and for me it's like when it when it's the work that we do, when it's my kids, when it's, when it's our relationship, like, and clients that I serve, like, that's really all that matters. Yeah. And when I'm in line and doing those things, 
I feel really, really good. When I'm not doing those things and I'm worried about all these other things or worried about other people's opinions or what they might think or anything that's not in line with those areas of my life, I feel lost. I feel confused. I feel frustrated. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I feel like everybody's doing things and I'm not. And that's not what that's I just don't want. I don't want that. And I definitely we definitely don't want that for you guys. So continue to challenge yourself in this way. Take time for yourself. Journal. Slow your life down for a moment this week. Sometimes slow your life down for a moment and just ask yourself, what do I want? How do I want this area of my life to look? How have I been living it? And then from there, you just take action. Yeah. So that's it. Appreciate you guys. Always go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. If you like this episode, tag us in it. Share with a friend or family member. We we appreciate that. And all the messages and things like that that we've gotten, we we can't tell you how much we appreciate it and love it. So yeah, love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, see you on soon. the next one.